Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Episode 64 of Below the Belt, uh, the morning after the night before, uh, joined once again by Flav from The Fighting Cock. How are you, champ? Very good. How are you, mate? Yeah, man. It was... Uh, yeah. Fight of night. What was fight of night? Fight of night? What was the fight of the night? Fight of the night. It's Chris Eubank. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Fight Horrible. of the night. Action-packed. Swings Horrible. of momentum. <laughs> Just, yeah. Classic. I think a modern classic, don't you think? I did. I, I actually watched it on... Um... I, I caught up with that fight on motion. What's it called? Daily, Daily motion. motion. Yeah. Daily motion, right? Yeah. And when you're watching, for those who don't know, Kor- Korobov um, pulled out with an injured shoulder about a ten seconds into the first round, second round, second round, yeah, yeah. And um, so, so you know, on Daily Motion, they have like tons of adverts. There's like yeah, yeah, yeah. an advert every four minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It started at just as he's wheeled away and started to complain. <laughs> about his shoulder it stopped and I was like fuck what's happened there and it was literally the end of the fight yeah um, should we just get that one out of the way quickly yeah it was it was really it was quite sad in a way wasn't it you know with with, with, you, with you bank because it was a it was actually shaping up to be pretty good because Korobov came out really quickly and landed a couple of nice southpaw straight left hands mm. was boxing quite well Eubank was doing okay he wasn't particularly bothered sus- by it sussing yeah. him out really but yeah. he did land two uh, left hands in, in a row it was, it was like a straight left and then a left hook yeah horrible, which troubled him but um, yeah, it was interesting it looks, it looks... Where, where was Eubank Senior oh I don't know I don't know you know weren't, weren't in the corner was he um, I didn't see him see do you know what because I, I watched it on Daily Motion like you did so it's like 10, 10 minutes or something so you don't yeah. really see any of the pre-fight stuff you don't see any of the post-fight stuff it's just it certainly wasn't they in just the showed the fight don't they they don't really show anything else um, yeah he, he wasn't in the corner though was he he wasn't like giving him instructions no it was the the guy um, the guy that he had before that for the James DeGale fight uh, it was the same trainer as last time I think Eubank was there he, uh, Senior was there I mean uh, mm-hmm. He was definitely there. He just, yeah, he just doesn't do that prominent role that he did before where he would just stand there and pose and, yeah, not really do anything. He just, yeah, now it's more, okay, let's take this seriously now. He's got a trainer that's he seems to be listening to, uh, Junior. That was uh, so weird, wasn't it, that thing with Eubank Senior? Like, he'd yeah. just come in a room and stand in the middle of the ring between rounds. He would just stand there and look at him and it was just like... Oh my god! Do you really miss the spotlight that much? Like it's, it was so weird, and it's almost like you. And, and they mo- they they know in house how they work their camp, and yeah, they know what's good for them and what isn't good for them. But from the outside perspective, it's just like you're you're riding off your sunny man. Mm. That's what it felt like. Yeah, it did. It did feel like that, and it's just. 
uh, he needed a couple of losses, didn't he? Uh, and the and the loss to to Groves was really one sided, wasn't it? It was. I think it was a career best performance for Groves, but it was so one sided that Junior at that point thought, right, I have to make changes now. I have to change things. Um, so last night was like his first fight since February, since the DeGale fight. Mm. So it's kind of really. You know, too long really. He shouldn't have been out of the ring for ten months. No reason for it really. A guy that's always in shape like like he is uh, doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't really need to to be um, to be out for that long really. Hopefully, he's back out again in February, March or something. Because but who, what, so what, where was he? Is it this? Is was this middleweight? That was a middleweight. Yeah, uh, what, yeah. he's gone back down. Yeah, yeah, which is good. Which is good. What do you think, Coral? Should he have just? Cause he's usually, good. Yeah, he's a no, good no, fighter. Yeah, yeah, he's a good fighter. But but what, what do you think that like I've seen boxers fight with one hand before loads of times. Yeah, do you know what? Part of me kind of did expect like yeah, left Korobov right? to get pushed back into the ring and for Eubank to just kind of tee off on him because that has happened. But he, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna jokingly ask you if he quit last night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, in a, I mean, look, uh, Danny. Danny um, Williams. Danny Williams didn't quit. Mm. I, think, I think I saw Michael Sprott fight with one arm. Maybe it was against Sprott. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, uh, Audley Harrison fought with one hand and won. Yeah. Um, George Groves in the final round of the, the Eubank fight. You know, he, he didn't wheel away and go, no, stop, 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 please. Like, y- yeah. he, he and, carried and on boxing. Was, uh, I, the only thing is, like, he's, he's torn his muscle, right? They but, were saying, they think, they're not sure if it's a rotator cuff or a, a dislocation or both. Um, okay. It could be a bit of both. It looked nasty, but I, I kind of. It was almost like. And the other thing, right? The other thing is, can uh, can uh, if you're injured, are you allowed to? Are you allowed to stop fighting? Um, if, I think it should be a disqualification if he just stops fighting. Yeah, right? he's. I think that's why it was ruled a technical knockout in the end, because he just stopped boxing. Oh, that because I didn't stay on for the decision. I just assumed yeah. it would just be in a no contest. No, no, no. It's a technical knockout. If you, if you're injured and you can't continue, it's a technical knockout. And yeah, that was what it was ruled. It was ruled a TKO win for Eubank, which is, it's the right, it's the right result because he can't continue, and so it's not Eubank's fault he can't continue. So it's just that's it. It's a TKO win for Eubank, and you know Coral Rob's going to be out for some time with that now. And um, does it does it mean then that? Does that impact the, the, the world boxing organisations or, or or you know sanctioning bodies? Do they look at that as a TKO and adjust rankings accordingly? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does he's not proved anything? No, but he won. So yeah, but he's getting beat. If anything, it was a round and a half. But I get should, your point. He, yeah. should, he should get nothing. <laughs> it should be as if the fight never happened. No, no, I, yeah, yeah. I get. I understand why you might say that because it's a freak kind of injury it's kind of like Hopkins Chad Dawson but when the first fight when Chad Dawson fucking spine busted him on the floor yeah. um, but that that was from a foul this isn't from a foul it was just he went to throw a shot and popped his shoulder and he can't continue and so if he can't continue he loses the fight I don't think yeah it's not a no contest he did he loses the fight because he can't continue it's no fault of Eubanks you know Eubanks no. shouldn't be um he should be, you know, punished in any way. Um, I, I, I think they should change the rules. They, they should make it like if the if it didn't come from a punch or damage from the opponent, yeah, then you shouldn't be able to benefit from it. Yeah, I get your point. I understand. I understand what you're saying, but well, I'm saying Chris Eubanks shouldn't be punished for the fact it's, that it's, else is yeah, it. yeah, might punish him, might be punished, punish him badly. Yeah. yeah, ban him, ban him for a year. <laughs> Drop a ranking, if anything, he's proved nothing. He ain't fought. Yeah. He's fought in two hundred days, and now he's had one round in. in, in yeah, in I year. know, right? And he's I gone know. up the rankings. Oh, All right, uh, no worries. Well, he's won um, a, a belt, didn't he? An interim title belt. He won that. He got uh, a belt for that as well. Yeah, yeah, and he's the he's number one in the, with the WBA. So, I, I think. A, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, so by not really not landing a punch. Yeah. He's he's now. The, the interim mandatory WBA, for yeah. Canelo. <laughs> I love it. Get him in there. Get him in there, Canelo. Canelo. So what is he going to do with that? Because Canelo's not going to fight him. Canelo's no. not going to be forced to fight him. No. So, um, I think I, I can see Canelo. I was just looking at the rankings before we started recording, and I can see Canelo 
vacating that belt, the WBA super title, because he's going to go to super middle, it looks like. And Cuban could probably fight for the super title, the WBA super title, uh, middleweight title. Um, with? Yeah. With, I was looking, like, the, the regular champion is Murata, so he won't have to fight him. It will be... Uh, I was looking at it earlier on, and I'm just... Um, well, hang on. What if Murata's the regular title? Surely yeah. he's like the next in line. Yeah, yeah, but I th- it's the WBA. They kind of do what they like because sometimes they just kind of bypass it. They're just like, okay, you can just stay the regular champion, and we'll make a fight for the super title. Like Tank Davis, like he he didn't have a belt at all, and then suddenly they gave him a, a shot at the WBA super title. Uh, where there was already a regular champion. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's just really, really weird like that. You're just looking at the WBA's rankings for Eubank. Um, Matt Korobov is number three. Danny Jacobs is number two. Danny Jacobs is about to move up to super middleweight. Uh, and there's a chap called uh, Magomed Mediev who's at number four. So I have no idea who he's going to fight next. Um, uh. Yeah, no idea. Should we move on to talk about Anthony Joshua? Um, okay. Uh, let's talk about the main event. The probably the you know probably the biggest fight last night. Anthony Joshua against Andrew Ruiz. He won uh, cards of one eighteen one ten twice and one nineteen one oh nine. What did you think about the fight as a whole? I um, it, I thought I thought Joshua boxed brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely superb. Kept him at range. There was one round in particular. I think it was like the eighth. Right where. It was on the back of Ruiz having his best round, pretty much. Although, it, you know, he landed some combinations, mm. and I thought, oh my god, like this is the test. This is this is always going to happen in this fight. This is the test, but it, will he be able to overcome it? Mm-hmm. And he did. He responded in the next round. I think it was the eighth by just sticking him on the end of that jab again, and then landing mm. a couple of right hands. Mm. And that's what he did. He, he followed the instruction of Rob McCracken. They'd come up with a game plan. It was almost somewhere between being on your bike and attempting to hold the center of the ring. So it wasn't, he wasn't running. No. He was, he, it was controlled defensive boxing. Mm-hmm. And it was very, very mature. I think it was the only, because I wanted Joshua to win so badly. Mm. Just because, like, I, I, I really like, I like Joshua. I like him and, and you know, he, he deserves the successes. Um but but more, I, I really wanted him to win because the narrative is so much more interesting about him progressing than Andy Ruiz, from my perspective. Right. Mexico would be very different. But here, with the Sky hype machine and how well they can build up these big fights with, with whoever else might be, Fury, if he has to fight White next and then Fury before Fury and Wilder, whatever it is, it's exciting because AJ's involved, right? Right. And the big hype machine's behind it. So you, they'll build it up to the point where you you, you have to watch it. So that that's what was why it was important for me. But I was nervous because I was watching Joshua, and you know that he's been susceptible in the previous fight. I was just watching him. I was just waiting for him to be caught. Really, mm. that's that's why I was nervous. And he did. He started to look tired, and I'm not sure he was, but it's just the way his body, the way his mannerisms. To me, he started to look tired quite early on. Like he yeah. started. Like maybe around three or four, he started to get that. I think round four, yeah, and I think Andrew Ruiz had some success in round four. Yeah, but um, it's uh, yeah, he did great, he did great. What do you think? Um, yeah, deserved I, it. I, I, all those those, those scorecards are fair. I thought. Oh yeah, one eighteen, one ten was what I scored it on the night. I think I gave Andrew Ruiz. I think it was round four and round seven or round eight. Like yeah, I gave that him, feels right. Yeah, it was a couple of rounds. Um, Joshua boxed really well. Um, he, the instructions that Rob McCracken was giving Joshua in the first fight is what he did in the second fight. Yeah. Uh, keep it long, jab, straight right hands. You know, the opening round, he lands a straight right hand and cuts Andy Ruiz Great right, shot. right on the eyebrow. Great shot. And I thought, oh, fuck me. Like, so rare that you see it was such a good camera angle, it was such a good shot of just the shot landing, and then you see the blood coming down. You rarely see that. Normally, it's like a shot will land, they'll move around for five seconds, and then it'll become apparent that they're cut. Yes. Whereas that, it was like, fuck, like straight away. It was like, oh, look at that. Like, it was. Well, uh, well it was. And, and that's when I was first watching it, I thought, Jesus, that must be bad. Because it's the, well, the blood just literally, as you said, run down his eye immediately. Yeah. It wasn't. It actually turned out not to be that that bad. It was like right on the eyebrow. Mm. They, they, they did good work in the corner. And it never, apart from one other round, it never really opened up again. There was a moment where it looked like Joshua was cut as well. Because he was cut, had, yeah. yeah. He was, was he? Yeah. 
Oh, right. I thought it was... They wiped it away. It was gone. But he, um, it was almost... It looked like... Because it's on the same side of his face. Right. It looked like blood had splattered off of Ruiz and onto Joshua. But either way, they sorted both cuts out and it wasn't an issue. But as I was, the reason why I couldn't watch it with any commentary, which probably helped. I was doing you were lucky. Piece. You were lucky to be fair. Yeah, I, so we, we were watching it. I was, doing, I was doing a show and we were talking about the fight as, as it went on. Right. So all we had was each other's headphones on, but with each other. So oh, okay. I couldn't see anything. So it's like you miss it. They don't talk about the cut. You just assume they wiped it away and you never really saw any blood from right, Joshua's right. eye again, which yeah. is why I thought that he, well, he, I didn't realise he'd been cut. Yeah. But um, well, it, it was, he did what needed to be done. It was important. The only matter of, the only important matter was that he won the fight. Find it was a way, to get through it. Ruiz, mm-hmm. we talk about Ruiz and his weight and his condition. In, I think it's important to talk about that. But it, it just had to win. Yeah. And, and then you go on to do other things. The problem with Joshua, right, mm-hmm. is his fan base and the majority of them are not really interested in the sweet science or the art of boxing. No. They wanted, that for them, vengeance wasn't winning. It was knocking Ruiz out. Yeah. When for, for his career, the only thing important was he, he would win. The only thing, even if it was like a TKO, like fucking um, the Eubank God, whatever it is, it, mm. it was just about winning that fight. Yeah, it was. You're absolutely right. It was just about winning. It was just about getting the W, coming out with no kind of major crises, nothing, nothing bad happening. Just, just getting the W and going home. Like that was it. And he did, and he he won comfortably. He showed a new facet to his game. His feet were very good. Uh, he he boxed well to instructions. He he did. He got buzzed perhaps once or twice. Little mini panic, I think it was in round four. Um, I had round five on the below the belt prediction league. So when he got buzzed in round four, I was like, come on, yes, round five, here we go, come on, Ruiz. But yeah, yeah it didn't happen. Um, yeah, Joshua boxed well. Um, I, 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 it's really important to me that, that I give him his due credit because he won the fight and he won the fight well. And the reason it's important to me that I give him his credit was because I thought Andy Ruiz's performance was pathetic. And I, I thought as a defending champion, uh, for him to come in and you know I meet both of us last week we both said oh we fancy Ruiz we think Ruiz would win it yeah. and you, I'm fucking stubborn so I always stick to my predictions but when I saw that weigh in and the 15 pounds I was just like oh fuck's sake and it was something we've spoken about that you know after he won the title he was out there doing the most wasn't he he was out yeah. there doing the chat shows doing everything instagram live this instagram live that the snickers stuff like he was everywhere and you can see you could see in his shape that he was in the shape again it didn't become apparent until fight night when you saw him stripped to the waist yeah and i was like oh my god you look fucking terrible yeah and, he, was, he was fat before but he was in yeah. a mess last night he and- was yeah that I'm. I was so. I was just really fucked off with it. Really, yeah, yeah. like you're, you've done. You, he's all he did. All he talk, all he did uh, was talk about this is my dream. My dream came through, and that and that night I I I made my I made my de- dream you know uh, a reality. And then you shit on your dream. You mm. shit on all the good work by partying and drinking and eating Snickers and and it weren't even like that. Like, we get he's a big guy. He's always going to be that. He hasn't got that dedication to. To get to lose the weight and probably too late, like his body's, it is what it is now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It, like if he came in and he'd lost four stone, he'd just come in with baggy skin all over the place. So yeah, it is what it is. But for him to, you know, for, to not train ultimately, to not get in shape, mm. and when he said like this, Andy Ruiz shape, because you get the stamina and his ability to move around the ring, he was essentially carrying the best part of two stone on top of what you all had already. Yeah, and then. And then I was like, and then you, you you do nothing really. You 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 know he still had it in him to to cause problems, and he caught he caught Joshua a couple of times. But yeah. it, they it wasn't they were similar punches to the previous fight, and they didn't have the same impact on Joshua. Yeah. Um, and then what really fucked me off at the end was let's do it three times. Fuck you. Like you, no, you've had your chance. You blew yeah. it. You, you ate ice cream instead. You yeah. ate, there ain't no third time. Work your way up. Like you know, fucking. Oh, let's do it three times, baby. And you're like, mate, why? Why do you deserve it? There's no. a Dillian White hasn't had a fight. A, a champion. Uh, it's been mandatory for like 
17 years. Yeah. And, and he's never got a shot. Why do you... He deserve a third one. You don't even give a shit for, for this one. Yeah. Like, all this nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's nice. It's good. It's good for his family. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. But that's, if that's what you want to do with your life, go and do that. Yeah. But, but essentially, you're shitting on Joshua's legacy mm-hmm. because people say we weren't fit for the rematch. That's your fault, Andy Ruiz. You're shitting on your own legacy because really you're going to be remembered as a one, one fight champ. Yeah. And the whole reason is, and, and the really biggest fuck off about it is you're good enough. He's good enough. He's yeah. good enough to have beaten Joshua again. But yeah. he didn't. He, he just could. He was. He got. He got. He got over, overcome with the um, the but trappings I, of, of, of being yeah. a house our name overnight. And to be fair, maybe I'm being harsh because you know being a young kid going from earning 80k beforehand to mm. five million for fighting Joshua and then winning yeah. and getting another 15 or whatever it is on top. Yeah. It's um that that is hard to deal with. But you know you're talking about three months of your life you've got your whole life to spend that money yeah free lump free so i was just i was really really like fucked off like i was like just go out with dignity here you know yeah. they kept saying no excuses he kept saying no excuses i lost the fight no excuses i didn't train you know i would have trained hard. like that's your problem mate just shut yeah. up we don't want to hear yeah. your, your your excuses you lost just go back to the bottom of the pile and work your way up if you want it third yeah. fight get to fuck yeah no it was yeah you've you pretty much said it all really it was a a really really poor performance and you know the, the lack of work in the gym leading up to it they always say fights are won and lost in the gym and yep. it's not more apparent than that last night that how poor he was he was in terrible shape and the thing for me was in the first fight it was about exchanging with Joshua and having the faster hands that hand speed wasn't even apparent last night. No. You didn't see it at all. He, he had no. no. He didn't have the energy to throw in combinations. He would just throw the odd single shots. There was no energy. There was no purpose to his work. He he just looked sluggish and slow. And it was, and that's why I said before that I want to give Joshua his credit because he boxed really well. He boxed to a plan, but he was. He's not. He's not done enough to put Joshua, I mean, has not done enough to put himself back above Wilder and Fury. Those two are number no, one. They're number one and two by a little absolutely. distance, to be honest. But I want to give Joshua his credit because he won the fight and he won it well. But Ruiz's performance was pathetic. It was but this is what, really this is what I'm saying. He doesn't get the, Joshua doesn't get the, the credit he deserves because of, because of Ruiz's unprofessionalism. And that's not the way it should be. No. You know, look, beforehand, you'd take it. If you're Joshua's team, what, he's, he's 15, 16 pounds over than he yeah. was before. I'll take that all day. But the hindsight is the legacy. Guys, the legacy of that is, um, is that it won't be remembered properly. No. No, it won't. No, it'll be remembered that... You know he's he's you know he's two time heavyweight champion of the world and he beat the guy that beat him similar to Lennox Lewis's you know what like Lennox Lewis did he rematched and beat the guy that beat him and fair play to him for that but the guy looked like a slob he looked awful and he what? boxed awful and it doesn't matter you can look bad he didn't look bad he looked bad in the first fight Ruiz like aesthetically physically yeah but but last night he looked even worse and he boxed even worse and like I said before there was just no energy there was no purpose and at the very very end when he's trying to wave him into the middle of the ring that's like the last hurrah of the guy that's just had no ideas he had no Mate, ideas what, all night what, yeah what, what, you, what, what do you want Joshua to suddenly walk forward to because you've got 30 seconds left and you know you fucked it yeah come on mate just get like, like I'm, I'm, I'm happily never watch him fight ever again yeah, he'll he'll always get fights. We was talking now. I watched it with T last night, and I said that you know he'll always get fights because he's former heavyweight champion in the world. He'll always get fights because of that, and hopefully he makes a good living. Best of luck to the guy. He's made his living. Just fuck off. I yeah, it's a disgrace. Yeah, it was. It was. He has. He has let a lot of people down. Really, you know, he's got yeah. paid a lot of money. Uh, he's got paid a lot of money last night, and he. I suppose he earned it from the first fight, but uh, that it was really, really poor poor showing from Andy Ruiz and yeah. yeah he'll never get another title shot he doesn't deserve it um, well, unless I mean the only way he can do it is if he has to uh, he has to work himself up into mandatory position but with the way things are shaped up mm. now it won't matter if he's mandatory to, or, or not and mm. you know like I, I think letting Dillian White at Andy Ruiz next would be good yeah I think yeah because Dylan boxed on the undercard didn't he last night and he burst it's be- not really fair on Dylan for that is it because if Ruiz does get in shape he does cause Dylan massive problems so it's probably not I think fair. that's it for Ruiz now I, I don't think you'll see him box at that kind of level ever again 
it's just not there you know mm. he's going to make it he's made even more money last night than he made the first time mm. he may box once or twice again but I could see him losing at least a couple of times I, I think that's it I think that's it for him because he's just he's done it and he clearly he just doesn't have the mentality and do you know what I'll credit to Joshua you know a lot of people said about and us, us included said oh, you know, does he have the heart for it can he come back from it he showed that he does have the mentality to, to, yeah, it, to lose does. a fight and come back even yeah, if it was against a slob of a man this is it. He, he does have the mentality, but he was he was never put in that same position as he was before because of Ruiz's indecisions and yeah. unprofessionalism. Yeah. Um, so you, you don't know that you know he's got the mentality there because he got back in the ring and he wanted to take that back. Yeah. And he did what was needed to do to win. But as you yeah. said at the beginning of this segment, is we don't know anything more about Anthony Joshua yet because the fight really told us nothing. No, you know he at that level, given he, no. what he's done in boxing, he should be able to follow a game plan at the very least. Yeah. That's what we saw him do. So it's 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 set up for some great fights going into into the next couple of years. Yeah, but if like before the Ruiz fight, I wouldn't have been able to pick between Joshua Fury and Wilder. I'd have my suspicions, but it would yeah. be hard to tell. Yeah. We know a lot more now about Joshua than we know about Wilder or. Or, or, or fury yeah uh, i think i think what we what we said last week i stand by what i said i think wilder beats them all uh, i think i don't have really have a doubt that he'd beat anthony joshua to be honest because he's not a fat pudding he's six foot seven he's got really long arms and he punches like a fucking mule and if he lands on anthony joshua he's getting knocked spark out um, yeah but it, 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 yeah he's he, if he lands on anyone yeah they're, they're going yeah. aren't they so yeah, I um, I yeah, I'd I'd, I'd be almost convinced, hundred percent that, that that Wilder would wipe out Joshua. Yeah, I'm more convinced of Wilder than I am of Fury, just because I think Fury stylistically is all wrong for Joshua, uh, and no, no, I think he'd probably beat him. The only the only asterisk against Tyson Fury is how much he really loves boxing, and if he's gonna, if he's gonna, if he's really, you know, he's doing WWE and stuff. So you don't know if he really, really wants it. But I said that before before he came back, so. Um, before he came back to the sport, I said he'd never That's... box again. <laughs> I said he'd yeah, never box. Well, uh, it didn't seem that way because you looked at him. He's walking around. He's ginormous. He was. He was yeah. on a ban for substances. Yeah. Um, that was right, right? I'm not. Yeah, you know, you're on there. You're fine. Yeah. He had a two-year ban, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Or he, let, he didn't appeal and let it just run out. Is that right? It Something was like, like he basically retired in a way. He retired, and the UCAD case was going on while he was retired. And then he just came. They, he did a deal with UCAD where it was a two-year ban, and he was suspended. And he came back. So, so oh, what? Well, so he was suspended. So he didn't actually serve the two years. So he served. He served the two years because he was oh, retired because he yeah. just didn't box. Mm. So it was kind of right. Yeah. So yeah, and it's almost like when everyone's talking about the lineal champ, you don't actually te- you know, talk about him as a as a drug cheat, do you? No, well that that's narrative isn't used around. It. No, it's not because he's British and us over us over here. We always think it's it's your Canelos and it's the Americans and it's all of them and they're the bad ones. And you know, Dylan White, who this week was cleared of any wrongdoing. Tell you what, he definitely ain't. Who? Dylan White. Well, 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 that's it. He's only a one-time convicted drug cheat. He's not. He's not a two-time a convicted long, drug long cheat. Long time ago, mate. Long time ago, seven no. years ago, mate. Just let it go. You're well, like one of the people when you, your missus cheats on you. You can't let it go. <laughs> Just let, let it go. Seven years ago. Well, you know. Yeah. No, that's right. And that's yeah. I, you know, I'm all for second chances. You know, I'm all for second chances. And you know, a lot of people say about drug bans oh ban them for life straight away no I think ban someone for two years or whatever and if they come back and they never do it again fair enough but is there is there any 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 drugs out there that make you punch harder build muscle those are dangerous ones yeah it's anabolic so steroids like... isn't it I think right. for me probably the more dangerous thing is like EPO like what's that because it's, it's a thing that makes your blood move quicker so it gives you more energy it's what cyclists oxygen. use it's what uh, Lance Armstrong and those kind of people would, would use um, so that that's 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 right, more though, energy. Right? Yeah, but, but think about late in a fight when you're both tired, and then the other guy's on EPO and he's got no. I know, but give them both energy. EPO, so we got entertaining fights for longer. <laughs> yeah, that's, but, that's valid. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But like anything that makes someone punch harder is, is, is bad. But increased stamina's all right. It's like it's like fancy. It's like extreme Lucas aid, isn't it? Yeah. And um, what's the other one? Slimming ones as well. I don't mind that as well. I can get them in there. The diuretics. 
Yeah, why not? The thing with the diuretics is they mask all the other ones. Oh. That's why shit. they're banned. I really shouldn't talk about this shit because I, no, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, no, fair enough. Dylan White is a drug sheep, but he, he, he's he been cleared this time. Yeah, this time around, they've, they've, they've released a joint statement and they've said they found traces, uh, but the traces were very, very small and that he offered a reason and because they were very, very small, they've accepted the reason. Uh, they haven't said what that reason is. Dylan White hasn't, hasn't said what that reason is. Uh, but they've accepted they've accepted the the reason he's given for the failed test, and that's kind of that. Um, can you take these drugs between fights? Like, can you take these drugs when you're training and and you don't fight for another six? Yeah. Months? So there's a lot of talk about cycles, about being being at the beginning and being at the end of your cycle. If you're with UCAD, they would just test you all year round because you're a professional athlete and you're in Britain. But yeah. if you're uh, in other countries, like VADA would only test you if you're in, you've signed up to them. Yes, um, it's like a voluntary uh, testing thing. Yeah, but we've had the, the situation with uh, Chavez Jr. over in America, uh, yeah. where he was supposed to be fighting in Vegas. And so they went to his gym to test him. Yeah. Um, and he refused. He said, no, I'm not doing a test for you. Um, because well, I, he, he said, well, I'm not licensed with you yet. So why are you testing me? And they're like, well, you're coming, you want to fight in Vegas, so we want to test you. And he was like, no, I refuse, I refuse. So now they've suspended him. So Nevada, so he signed this is up. Nevada, not... This is Nevada State Athletic Commission. So not Vada. Not no, VADA, Nevada, sorry. Nevada, sorry, right, I gotcha. Yeah, the Nevada State Athletic Commission, because he was due to fight in Las Vegas, mm. uh, I think in a couple of weeks' time in, in December, they yeah. rocked up at his gym and said, we want to test you. If you, you're fighting in Vegas, we want to test you. And he's like, but I'm not a license. I haven't got a license from you yet. No, you can't. I don't want. To, I want. I refuse. He refused to be drug tested by the Nevada State Athletic Commission, and so because of that, they've suspended him. They said, all right, you're not fighting in our state. Um, and so um, instead of there was some talk about um, the fight being changed. So he's supposed to be fighting uh, Danny Jacobs, yeah. um, and there was some talk that that Danny Jacobs was going to fight like a substitute opponent instead. Yep. Um, but he was supposed to still waiting fighting like Gabe Rosado, who's really a middleweight, light middleweight. Um, but instead, what they've done instead is they've moved, they've moved the fight from Nevada. I think it's to Arkansas. I think uh, they've moved. Yeah, they've moved the fight to uh, another another state. So basically, he's just like, oh, okay, you you've refused a drug test, but you know, we'll just we'll just move it. So they just they've just uh, moved. Oh, it's to Phoenix. They've moved. They've moved the fight to Phoenix now. What? So, so would his reservations be about him um, not trusting? Because you have to, there has to be, you can't have just a sanctioning body turn up and go, you know, we're going to tra- test you. Yeah. But, but what have you got to hide? Like, I suppose their thing is, well, what have you got to hide? Yeah, but that doesn't matter, is it? Because you, there has to be the proper protocol. Mm. If that, maybe the proper protocol is that if you're fighting in Las Vegas, then Nevada are going to test you. Yeah. And I think that that's it. it. It's like, we are going to test you. So they've turned up to test him and he said no. And I, I kind of understand where he's coming from, but. If you want to fight in Vegas, and that's where the bit the money is, Vegas, and you refuse, they're going to suspend you, and and so they have suspended him now, um, and so that's that's what I was the point I was making about cycles. He was I don't want to you know there is I suppose they're thinking Nevada thinking he's probably juicing now, so let's yeah. go test him because he's not signed up to anything yet. So he's a lot of people think that fighters will juice, 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 juice. Okay, now I mean now it's testing season, so I stop juicing. Yeah. Um, and so and the the what I also read the other day about the substance that Dylan White was um, that was that was picked up in his test, it goes out of your system in three to six hours. It's in and out very quickly. Yeah. So even though he was tested twice in three days apart. But it was in it was in one test and it wasn't in the one the test three days later. Um, I may have read that wrong, but that's what I I, I read. But so he's some like, some people insanely, was, yeah, go he's on. Insanely bit dislikable, isn't he, Travis Junior? There's something about him that just yeah. I think it's probably because of his dad and I think I think the thing with him, he was been given everything. Like he's not really very good. He was he was boxing down in Texas and Texas back then weren't really doing drug testing at all. 
he beat Andy Lee. He was given the WBC middleweight title by his godfather, uh, Suleiman, uh, uh, Julio Suleiman, who's now passed away. Um, and he was what basically give it. What do you mean? He was basically it? give it like he fought, fought like an interim title fight. He won that, and they stripped Sergio Martinez of the title and gave it to Chavez Junior. What, so he, without fighting, he didn't have to fight Sergio Martinez. But Sergio Martinez made such a fuss about it that he ended up getting a fight with Chavez Junior, and he completely outboxed him for eleven and a half rounds and and got caught with a left hook. Uh, got up and ended up winning the fight, Sergio Martinez. And it was actually one of my favourite Sergio Martinez performances because Chavez Junior probably outweighed him by thirty pounds in the ring that night, and he was just yeah. brilliant. He was brilliant, brilliant performance by Sergio. Martinez. Yeah, he was motivated to. Yeah, to, because to, he felt like they stole his title from him. Like, this guy who doesn't really deserve it. it. Yeah. He, he was boxing down in Texas. He was probably outweighing his opponent's 20, 25 pounds. They, they did zero drug testing in Texas at the time. So he was, God knows what was going on. I don't want to make any accusations, but God knows what was going on. Yeah. And, yeah, he kind of, he's been given everything. And that's why he's so unlikable, because he gets given so many opportunities, but he doesn't really deserve it. You know, he got the Canelo fight for fuck's sake. But why, why did he does why does he get a Canelo fight? You know, because he's he's Julio Cesar Chavez's son. That's it. Like it's it's he, and a bit it's, pathetic, it's, really. Dad, I think his dad hates him. <laughs> I remember, yeah. After the after the Canelo fight, like his dad was like all over Canelo. <laughs> like he was just like, oh, Canelo, you're such a good fighter, and all of that. This is I wish he's, you were my son. Yeah, he's like he must be, he must be a little bit of he must be a bit ashamed of his son, really, because it's just like look, like he was like a warrior in the ring, senior. He was a fucking bad man, and he fought, you know, he fought Oscar De La Hoya when he was getting on a bit, and it's like. And you must look at his son and think, look at you, you're fucking waste. Mm. But that's his son and you love him anyway. Um, so in terms of yeah, Joshua but- moving forward, we've gone massively off topic as always. Um, um, uh, it, yeah, big fights for a minute. Well, I, he's got two mandatories to fulfil. So it's he'll probably, I, I think his year for 2020 looks like Pulev in, say, April at Cardiff or something. Um, and then... He'll then he'll have to vacate the WBO title because that mandatory is up as well. Usyk will fight Chisora maybe for it for the WBO title, and I think Chis- I think Joshua is going to fight Usyk at the back end of next year, which is a great really? fight. Which is that, a great fight. That is interesting. Um, and so there's no there's a zero chance of him fighting the winner of Wilder and they have Fury. There's a, like a unless third fight. N- no, unless unless. Fury or Wilder get like knocked out in two rounds. They are having a re- another. They're having a third fight. Like it's like they're having two fights next year. Are they, is this contracted? This is contracted. Uh, like. So so there's a there's almost like a rematch clause in the same, yes in the rematch yes. yes. So then that makes complete sense for Joshua to do those things and fascinating fight if you, when it eventually gets there for Usyk. Yeah, um, that's if he can get past uh, Del Boy. <laughs> yeah, that what happens because that overran right is nothing to to fuck about with. Yeah, well, you know, you saw, you know, Usyk had to he had to eat some some right hands in his in his uh, first fight at heavyweight. Yeah, um, and uh, it was Chaz with a spoon, was it? And uh, yeah. yeah, he's gonna he's gonna. I, I think Usyk will handle Derek Chisora if yeah, it is course. Derek Chisora. Of course, I'm just saying he's um, got a chance. Or he's Joseph Parker. It might be Joseph Parker because Joseph Parker's ranked number four with the WBO, so he's probably the highest ranked contender. Um, but we didn't. Yeah, it's it, that sounds interesting, mate. That uh, that does. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that. But we we, we glossed over Dillian White. I don't know why he keeps like. What is it with you and T and everyone? Like, yeah. just give him the credit he deserves. Did you watch his fight last night? Yeah, it was terrible. But it's like. <laughs> He's he's a big fat blob, isn't he? He knows that. He was in bad shape. He was on MasterChef for a couple of months, wasn't he? While he was, yeah, he was by his own admission was in a bad way. He goes, he knew that he was innocent, and the world thought he was guilty. Yeah, everybody did. Yeah, I I I I stuck with him. You remember in the WhatsApp, I stuck with him and said, look, what what is this B sample about? You know, yeah, let's. He's not guilty yet. He's not guilty. It should be fighting. Yeah. but yeah, no, no one um, believed. No one believed. Yeah, him. you kind of cleared him, and that's that. Really, we have to put it to bed now. Um, they cleared there any him. World where he fights Joshua, like another. Rematch? I would, I, I would really like to see that. I oh, don't. I'd love it. I, I, Too much know, risk. He didn't take. He didn't take. He could have had the rematch when when Ruiz fought um, 
when Ruiz fought Joshua. He could have had it then and he's turned that down. He, he seems to be really obsessed with fighting for the WBC title, um, which I understand. I suppose he feels like, oh, I've done the work. I've done the inter I've done the eliminators and things like that. But Anthony Joshua's bigger money. Anthony Joshua's got three belts. Um, surely, why don't you want to fight Anthony Joshua? Like, he doesn't... He seems to be really quite fixated on the WBC title. Well, yeah. I think he's he's principled. It's principled, like, yeah, 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 exactly. I feel like he feels like he's been fucked over. Yeah. And he wants that belt and he wants that shot at, at Wilder. Yeah. But I think from a business perspective, the logical thing is that he's probably got more chance of beating Joshua. He's been in the ring with him before, had yeah. some success. And he's Joshua a much better fighter now, Dylan. He's a much better fighter. Yeah that he was back then. And we know that Joshua is is has has big chinks in his armor. Yeah. So it's if he goes and wipes out Joshua, then it's only a matter of time before he gets all of those big fights. That's it. I know, I'd really like to see the rematch really. Um does does winning if he beat Joshua does that put him would he then have to how that how would the how would the mandatory situation work there? Would he have to <sighs> fulfill his mandatories for all of those belts? Yeah, so before, say I, facing up against like Fury or, or Wilder because I think they'd be more open to working with him than they have been Joshua yeah I, I think so I think what would ha have to happen is I think like now Joshua has these mandatories that he has to he has to fulfil them so like I said he's probably going to fight Pulev so say, say he fights Pulev in say March April right and he beats Pulev and he vacates the WBO title Usyk wins that and say in the summer August he has a voluntary situation where he can fight anybody he likes because he's fulfilled his WBA mandatory the WBO belt he's vacated the WBA aren't really harassing him so because they've got so many titles they're not really bothered and say he's got a space end of August to fight Dylan so say he fights Dylan and Dylan wins, then yeah, Dylan's kind of free then. He's kind of free to go, okay, I'll fight Usyk or um, I can fight the winner of Wilder and Fury, you know, next year. Um, yeah, there's he'd be free, but so will Joshua. If Joshua, you know, if he gets his IBF mandatory out of the way in the first quarter of next year or, you know, Easter time or something, then he's kind of free. Really, he'd have he'd, he wouldn't have the he wouldn't have the WBO belt anymore because he'll probably get rid of that because he doesn't want to fight Usyk straight away. And then he's kind of free to to do what he wants to do. Really, um, so it's interesting times. It is interesting times in the heavyweight division. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, and it, yeah, it's why it didn't look great last night. What did you think of uh, Hunter Bavetkin? A great fight, wasn't it? Yeah, Definitely. that's going to happen again. Should it should be? I mean, if Pavikin wants to do it again, great fight, absolute great fight. You've got Hunter, who is on the rise, mm. um, only beaten by Usyk previously, and I expected him to to wipe out an aging Pavikin. But the geezers, like they both of them, were so game, and you mm. expect it from a young Hunter. It's important. This win would have would have been important for him. You know, it'd be the next step. Like Pavikin, kind of like a, a bit of a gatekeeper fighter now, isn't he? Yeah, and um, a beat, a winning a win against him, but. He was game. He was so game. He was like, "All right, I might be old, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw some level with you." And mm. caught with a spoon. Both of them, not with a spoon. Sorry, <laughs> Hunter. Both of them were um, uh, were wobbled, and I think yeah, fair, fair. Uh, I wasn't unhappy with the draw. I thought a draw, okay. yeah, a draw. I, I had it seven five to Michael Hunter. I did, but no. yeah, I mean, the, but the both judges had it. They had that's both one. Ways. That's one. That's one round. It's exactly. one round difference. Like, well, one, one of them had seven five. Pavetkin and one of yeah. them had seven five Hunter, and then the other one was a draw. So I, I, you can't argue with that. It was they weren't the worst cards in the world, you know. Yeah, they were fine. Like a draw was, yeah, a draw was fine. I thought Hunter probably just he just did enough in the late rounds because Pavetkin really tired in the late yeah. rounds. Uh, well, I don't think he was expecting to have to work as hard as he he, he did. Maybe no, he, his boxing IQ and his his experience would mean that he'd be able to kind of handle Hunter's willingness to. To land or eagerness to land, yeah. But he got tagged. I mean, he got hurt in the first round. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, great fight. I got a bit, and also, um, and especially like at heavy, sometimes it can be a little bit methodical when working the other one out. No one wants to get caught on the chin, and but they were just like, "Fuck this, let's go." We're coming for a tear up. Mm. Um, what did you think of Hunter's uh, garb coming into the ring? Uh, the predator I hat. Oh, the predator! I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was cool, but you look down. He just had this little gut underneath it. Which yeah, <laughs> it's, that was it's like, yeah. If it was like someone like 
Carl Froch or Charlos mm. or you know where they're ripped and they yeah. and they look the part like 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 you know Mo, um, Hopkins when he used to come in yeah like he, he looked the part but with with, with uh, the little belly poking out underneath it was like my dad wearing it really. <laughs> like my dad wearing a predator mask he's gonna go and beat someone up and then yeah. his little pot belly <laughs> poking out the bottom uh, but obviously I like all that theatrics yeah stuff. man I, I like all that sort of stuff you know all the well, you're uh, big you're a big wrestling fan so that's it it is it is it's like wrestling it's showbiz. There's, there's a fine line between it being really badly done and 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 it it being like it, it adding something to the experience. Yeah, yeah. But I, I love have no problem I, with it. I love Wilder's ring intro. I love that shit. Like the, whoever designed that, it looks crazy cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. No. It look. It looks great. I like. They used to love Ox, um, Hopkins coming in the execution of masks, and then eventually became an alien. It's like a freak of nature. How he keeps doing it. Mm. You know how he keeps winning. Wow, keep retaining these world titles in yeah. such an old age. Danny Garcia um, wears that weird kind of Viva Vendetta mask, doesn't he? Like the anonymous kind of mask. It's kind of it's it's just all white. It's all white. It's like a you know like a anonymous like the protest of people. It's yeah, just yeah, a white mask. He, he looks like that. Um, yeah, he he. That's a bit odd. That is a little bit odd. But so I, I no Danny Garcia. That's uh, Anarchy. It's from the film uh, The uh, Purge. Ah, okay, right. Yeah, so that explains per- it. So, have you seen the film The Purge? No, I've not. No. So, this film is about one night a year when everybody can. Uh, it has carte blanche to commit any crime they want as yeah. long as they do it on this one night. And as a result of this, it, um, all of the crime has disappeared. But on this one night, you get some sickos that come out and try and murder people. Right. So that's on his night. It's like he's purging. It's a good mask, actually. Yeah. That's that's a good idea. It's a bit creepy. It is a bit creepy. It is a bit yeah. creepy. And given the fact that he's pretty, um, he's quite mild mannered. It doesn't. Really he come. is. He's lovely. Actually, he comes his across quite well. Like, his dad's a bit of a dickhead, to be honest. Oh, but man, he's the sooner as he's gone, the better. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame because you know I like Danny Garcia. Um, I like him as a fighter, but he's, you know, after he beat Matisse, he's kind of he's not been he's he's kind of lost his trajectory a bit. Um, but yeah, there's there's always really good kind of get ups. You know, Princeton scene with the flying carpet. Um, Mayweather, I think Mayweather did a gladiator thing, didn't he? I think it was against Gatti. He wore the gladiator kind of mask and all of that. He it, it, against uh, Ma- uh, Baldomir, he he wore pink gloves and came in on a that um, he's been carried on a throne. Yes, if I remember right. That might have been it. Yeah, was that the gladiator with the gladiator mask and stuff? I think it was that. I wasn't sure if it was that or the Gatti fight. I'm having uh, a little Google now, so I'm, I'm curious. But yeah, I, I I don't know. He's um, he, he just came in. He had yeah, he wore he wore pink gloves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that Baldomir fight was awful. It was awful. Um, yeah, yeah. Mayweather at his worst. Um, it was so, Gladiator. It was Gladiator. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah there we are. Um, so yeah, no, it was that was a good fight. Um, Povetkin and Hunter. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Hunter fight Dylan White. Yes. Yeah. That Why not? Fun. You know, yeah. he's not going to fight. He's not going to be able to fight for the WBC title next year if he's really if he's principled enough and it's really that important to him that he fights for that particular title. Then he's going to have to tick over. Um, he's a box office fighter, and Sky need box office fighters. Joshua is like their only guy, and you mm. could see last night after the Joshua fight, the relief from the Sky people was palpable. They mm. and Eddie Hearn, Eddie Hearn post fight, he was. He was so hyped. He was crying, I think. Yeah, I think the relief just kind of came over him and pretty much all the Sky people as well. They were so relieved that he won that fight because, you know, I think before before the first few rounds, you know, well, sorry, before the fight even started, everyone was like, we didn't know. We didn't know who was going to win. People thought they knew and some people were right and some people were wrong, um, including myself. Um, I was wrong. I, I said right up to the. I said. I said Andy Ruiz free inside free. Yeah, yeah. It was well. Yeah, it was just. You know, it was one of those fights where the only thing that you couldn't see happening was Ruiz winning a close decision. Like if it was anywhere near close, Joshua was going to win it. Um, but you could. The relief was palpable, and apparently the commentator from DAZN was upset with the commentators from Sky. Because the Sky commentators were jumping out, shouting instructions at Joshua. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is something that I was told this morning that the commentator from DAZN, his, his name's Chris Mannix. He doesn't have the best reputation. I don't think he's very good. But um, 
he was apparently like he made some comments about the Sky commentators are jumping up shouting instructions to Anthony Joshua during the fight because they had Tony Belly on commentary and you was quite lucky that you didn't have to listen to the commentary last night. I suppose I could have turned it off, um, but you can't knock, can you? You got you want to have a bit of sound, um, but yeah, it was Adam Smith, Matthew McLean, and Tony Belly. You don't need three people on commentary. Um, and the thing, the thing was last night there on the commentary was they were constantly talking. Mm. constantly even in between rounds you know some of the best content is in between rounds when the trainers are talking to their fighter and there was in between one of the rounds Adam Smith started talking before the end of the round and he didn't stop talking until about 30 seconds into the following round Right. He just talk, talk, talk all through the in orbital, all through the one minute break. It was like, oh my god, shut up! Like, and then Tony Bellew's talking, and then Matthew Macklin. And Matthew Macklin's not bad; he's pretty good. No, uh, he is good. He is pretty good. Him and Andy but, Clark's probably the best team. They do. I think they do a podcast together, and they're they're good. But to ha- they didn't need Tony Bellew. Like, he is he's such a cheerleader for Joshua. Yeah, and, he's and I understand that most people watching that would have wanted Anthony Joshua to win and that's fine but you didn't need Tony Bellew there cheerleading and because he can't he can't call a fight neutral he can't he's going to see everything with Joshua glasses on and so you're not you're not really doing justice to the people watching it at home well he's just a mad shit about the Callum Smith fight as well didn't he yeah he was just God, yeah. can't stop. I could stand him as a fighter, and he's even worse as a as a commentator now. He's he just... said he. I thought he said he was just going to go away. That's what he said. I know he, he go... didn't go away at all. He, he didn't. Was... He lied. He's still here. You're still yeah. here. Go away. Like <laughs> go, away. go away. Now go away. Yeah. I, oh, he's awful. I um. I uh, yeah. I, I don't mind Billy, but uh, I understand he, he is intensely irritating. Um. Yeah. What else we got? Charlo. Charlo. Yeah. So your man Charlo. You like you like you like Jamal, don't you? Yeah, I like them both. I like them both. I like the the, the they've just got a beautiful. Um, just they've got really good style, fight. haven't they? Well, yeah, I'm just talking about their attitude outside the ring. Yeah, they're like, they're, they don't come across as the nicest guys. But no, you but don't it, mind it. Like constantly getting into fights and stuff. Yeah. But it's and and like I wouldn't want to hang around with them. No, but they're they're interesting to watch and they're interesting the stuff that they get involved in. They're never not by each other's side. And uh, you know they look the part. They're good looking. They've got tattoos all over their body, and yeah. one of them is uh, is a, a very, very, good, very, very good fighter. Like yeah. could could reign at middleweight, right? Yeah, Jamal. He's a good fighter, man. And I was just a, I was a little bit disappointed last night. Not so much of his performance, just that he was fighting Dennis Hogan in the first place. Like Dennis Hogan was coming off a close decision loss, really quite controversial loss to Hame Munguya. Uh, for the mm. WBO light middleweight title. Mugui is an absolute lump at light middleweight. Um, but yeah, so he'd come off a pretty close close fight with Munguia and that's what kind of got in the Charlo fight. But you could just see from the opening round that Charlo was so much bigger than him. Uh, yeah, he, he came up, right? He came up to fight. Yeah, he came Charlo. up to middleweight. But, you know, Charlo, Charlo's not a massive middleweight. He's been at light middleweight himself. So I suppose you could argue, you know, they're similar size. But I just thought he looked like much the bigger man than Dennis Hogan. And it it wasn't. I want to see. I don't know. I, I think it's tough for Charlo because all the other, all the good middleweights are with Dazon. They're all Golovkin, Canelo, Billy Joe Saunders, uh, Danny Jacobs, Devranchenko. Like all those, probably the you know the best middleweights out there, other than Charlo. So Showtime are, and and yeah, and are not going to work together. Well, I think it's more Al Heyman and 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 Al Heyman and Dazon, and it's. Uh, although Andy Ruiz is a PBC fighter, he's with Al Heyman and he got a, a fight on the zone, so I wouldn't rule it out completely. Um, What's Al Heyman's beat? I thought Al Heyman was the kind of quiet, reserved, uh, get forget things done type of. Business. Yeah, I think he is, but I think I think they're trying to create a monopoly. And there was actually a rumor a couple of weeks ago that PBC are going to make their own belt. Um, they're just going to have the PBC champion. Uh, and they're going to slowly start getting rid of all the, the sanctioning body titles. They've already got rid of the WBO title. They don't really have that at all. Uh, they don't really have WBO title fights at all. Um, but I think there was a rumour that he's trying to create like his own little league, like UFC, uh, where they have PBC champions and they just get rid of all the other titles. Um, That's, that, how many fighters do they have? They've got a lot, a couple of hundred. Really? Yeah, like throughout the weight divisions, they've got a lot of fighters, a lot. What enough to make their belt worth anything? 
I mean, World to weight. World to weight, it means something. Heavyweight. What, what, super what, middle. Who's, who do they have at, uh, at World? Do you know offhand? Or? Yeah, World to weight, they've got Keith Furman, Manny Pacquiao, Sean Porter, Errol Spence. Um, they've got every. They've got everybody except Crawford. Okay, so yeah, I guess at that weight, but it just seems a bit too. We don't need another belt. We don't no. need this. No. This isn't going to help boxing. They help Al Heyman, PBC yeah. fighters, but but and, and it will help their brand. Mm. But it's from from a boxing fans' perspective, it's it's diluting the pot even further. Yeah. It's uh, unhelpful. I like, always right, so, oh, I've got a PBC fighter, but only PBC fighters can fight in it. Yeah. So all right, the best. So Bud Crawford, who's the best in the world, isn't going to fight for that. So it really means nothing. It's like a, it's like a, winning a Champions League title. I'm sorry, like a. It's like it's like winning the Champions League that Barcelona and Real Madrid are never allowed in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's a bit it's a little bit silly really. I always quite liked when I first started to get into doing boxing writing and stuff, I wrote one of the very first blogs I wrote and it was about um or articles I wrote. I said that Oscar De La Hoya should buy the WBC. Uh yeah. instead of having a PBC title, why don't they just buy one of the sanctioning bodies and just go, right, that's our belt now? And we we can do bits like that because they, then you've got the name recognition, you've got the brand recognition instead of just oh yeah, this is our new belt PBC. It would just look tacky and shit, and who yeah, would care? Just, it, it create it's more it's worse. It's actually having a PBC belt is worse than any other the the belts because it, at least the other belts people can fight for. Yeah, yeah. It's you, like the ring. That's what why the ring was such a good idea. Ring belt at, at, at the at the beginning. Yeah. Where it was just the best belt. Whoever owned it, it was the lineal champion from the start of that belt's yeah. existence. So, so it made sense. Yeah, no, it did. It did make sense. What's, um, what's what? Well, just on the the ring belt. What, what's the situation now? Because I know, like, Golden Boy own it, don't they? Essentially, yeah, it's a Golden Boy own it, and that the um, but they still sanction. It's not a Golden Boy belt at all, really. I think though um, a good example is I was just about to say um, at heavyweight the. The winner of the Fury Wilder fight is going to get the ring belt. Good, um, because they're one and two. Um, I don't think anybody, like we were just talking about earlier on, I don't think anybody's looking at Joshua last night and saying he's now number one, he's now number two. I know the people on Sky were, but you know they, they they've got. Did, do- uh, yeah, jo- no, did they they said that Joshua's number one. Yeah, they was like, yeah, Eddie Hearn was like, yeah, you're the king of the division, and Carl Frotch was, yeah, and yes, Carl Frotch was like. Oh, if I was the other heavyweights, they're all going to be really worried about Joshua now. They're all going to be really, really worried about him. And I'm like, this is what we talked about on that last podcast about gender. Is that you could people, anyone can say anything they like. Yeah. You just got to figure out where that's coming from. Yeah. And then and then decide whether or not you're going to take any any um pay any attention to it. That's I usually quite enjoy IFL's post-fight stuff. I don't really watch the pre-fight stuff because I just think it's all hype you're just going to talk nonsense to try and sell your fight and that's fine but I usually enjoy the post fight stuff but I was on their YouTube this earlier and I was looking at the videos like okay what cool who are they going to talk to that's going to be interesting to listen from and it was just like all the sky people and I was just like that's no good to me like they get access though yeah I get it fair play to them and it's just but I just like I just would have been nice if they'd have spoken to someone that's not being paid by sky um, because then it's, that's more interesting. That's more interesting as a viewer to see because they've got they're not they're not getting paid to to say certain things. They're just going to say what they feel. Um, yeah. But yeah, I understand it. I understand what what goes on. But um, so uh, just on Charlo, what what? what I don't know. Does he go? Don't I'm, know. Looking at, I'm looking at boxing, box, yeah. box rec, which is kind of like the overall um, rankings. Yeah, we've got Golovkin, Eubank Junior. Number two. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jacobs and Charles four. Yeah. Andrade, who's he with? The zone. And so Showtime, because I, re- I, re- I don't like less next next nothing about it. Showtime is owned by Al Heyman. Uh, not owned, but they they have a contract with. He's yet. like a manager, isn't he? He's not. He's an advisor. He's a, officially he's an advisor. He's not a promoter. But that he is though, to, for all intents and purposes, he is right. Yeah, he's kind of like held up as like a, the Al Heyman. I would say he's anyway. more. Uh, uh, I suppose he's a promoter in a sense where he owns fighters. Um, yeah, for lack of a better way of putting it, I'd call him more a manager because he's not standing at a press conference promoting a fight. He's not doing interviews. He's not a promoter. He's be- like very anyhow. rarely seen. Do you know no. what? I, I honestly, I, I didn't until I, I just googled him just now. I didn't realize that's what he looked like. There's that one picture of him doing that big cheesy grin 
and yeah. that's the only picture you'll ever really see of him. Um, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't go to the fights, or do you watch it from a lounge? I think he's or? like there, but he's not ringside. He's backstage. He just doesn't want it, does he? Which he just, is admirable in a way. Yeah. He probably feels like he could do better work without. Whereas you got the other the polar opposite in Eddie Hearn, where he's on everything. Yeah, yeah, he and is. Both, yeah, he's as much the draw as well, not as much the draw, but he is a draw in himself, Eddie Hearn. Um, did did Jared Hurd ever fight? No, so Jared uh, Jared Hurd, he's he lost to um, J Rock. He lost to Julian Williams at like middleweight. He lost both of his titles. Um, and then he was supposed to have a rematch with Julian Williams uh, actually coming up now he was supposed to be I think it was November it was supposed to be and then he just he changed his mind and he said no I don't I don't want to I don't want to fight so I think he's going to move up I, I think he's going to move up to middleweight it, it's looking like perhaps he's going to move up because he's he yeah he was supposed to have a rematch and then he didn't and he Williams really wanted the rematch because he he, in, he did an interview with Mark Butcher uh, from Boxing mm-hmm. Monthly and he said yeah. I really wanted to fight Heard because it would have been for the lineal title uh, because I beat him once that made us one and two and because uh, Jamel Charlo lost uh, that put him down and so he he saw it as okay I'm number one Heard's number two it'll be for the lineal title and he really mm-hmm. wanted to fight for the lineal title Julian Williams because he's a bit of a traditionist like that but Heard has said no. Heard has kind of changed his mind and said no. So I don't know what he's going to do, but I've got a feeling he's going to move up to middleweight because he is fucking massive at like middleweight. He is massive. Because like... there's been beef between Heard and, and the Charlos, isn't there? I would love to see Heard move up to middleweight, have a good fight with somebody, and then fight Jamal Charlo. Like, what, so what? Do, what do you think Charlo does then? Because he can't. He's not going to go up again, is he? So no, what? he's going to stay at middleweight, and he's going to kind of. I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, Eubank. Eubank maybe you know Eubank's well, the... number two that, that means what yeah. oh man I don't know I, I don't know Eubank, this you... is the thing is I prefer it when I I preferred it when where's Eubank ranked with WBC that's what that's the belt that Eubank I now he's got this interim WBA title he won't be ranked at all uh, once you win a belt with one sanctioning body the other sanctioning bodies kick you out their rankings right so he won't he won't be ranked and I'm just looking now uh, he's not ranked by the WBC uh, he's ranked number one uh, he's number one with the WBA um, but I, I could Charlo Eubank maybe why not why not um, what else have I, mean, I, what else can either of them do at the minute you know good that wouldn't it it'd be good that would be good that would be, be, in be the, good be in the States though, wouldn't it it would be in the States yeah probably in Brooklyn again um, but still still Trip, road trip out, Flav? Road trip? Yeah. Yeah, New York. Maybe. maybe. My missus always want to go to New York. So I knew he's going to say that. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> do you know what? Just do it. Just do it. You bring your, your missus want to go to New York? Um, she's, been, you she's been... She's been like... been like five times. She's been loads of times. So she don't, she don't need to see it again? No, no, I took her boxing before, so it's done. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm not talking like... What do you mean it's done? She might be into boxing just because... Yeah, she like well, she likes Joshua. So. Yeah, so she should start. You should start taking a boxing. Yeah, no, like like every time. Not happening. Not should happening. be a thing you do together. Nah, go with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> go with the boys. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, well, so maybe. I think I think we've done pretty much everything, haven't we? Yeah. Okay. Well, what what we got? What what exciting boxing's coming up? Crawford, Crawford's fighting soon. Um, yeah. I was just looking actually. I was looking at the calendar earlier on, just like what's going on. You know between now and the and the end of the year uh, next week it's the rematch Tony Harrison against Jamel Charlo at light middleweight WBC title mm. uh, Terence Crawford's boxing on the same night not on the same card on the same night at Madison Square Garden he's fighting uh, a guy with a name I can't pronounce um, mm-hmm. uh, he, they're, they're, just call, they're just calling him Mean Machine because that's his kind of nickname that's right. He's uh, quite dangerous, right? Good fighter, but just in, in you can't completely unpronounceable name. Like completely yeah. unpronounceable name. Um, yeah, just completely unpronounceable. Um, and so, um, yeah. And then the following week, it's Danny Jacobs against Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Um, and then John Davis at the end of the year on the twenty eighth. Uh, he's fighting Gamboa, uh, at lightweight. So there's a few decent fights. Nothing amazing, but there's a few decent fights coming up. This right, um, have, I've just brought that that fighter up, Mean Machine, because Mean Machine is a terrible nickname. That is a right? terrible nickname. It's Lithuanian. Yeah, 
Um, and they've just come up with Mean Machine. Uh, I think it's called Egedigus Cavaleoskas. Cavaleos Gas. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the commentators on the night pronouncing it, and then I'll go with whatever. They can't just get a great shot from Mean Machine, can they? They can't. I think they probably will. Probably better for everyone. It would be better for everyone, you know. Why don't you just say he's, he's first? He's, he, could, he could pronounce his to a DG. So they call him a DG. Great shot from a DG. Yeah. Moon machine. Uh, all right, mate. Yeah, all right. Cool. Thank you so much. Well, it's a pleasure. And uh, I'll speak to you soon. All right. All right. Take care. Bye bye. All righty then. <laughs> Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.